welcome. You are listening to The Real Life of Expats, a podcast that brings you true stories and experiences of expats living in Germany. My name is Christina with my husband, Pat. We're back, guys. Hey, guys. How's it going, Pat? Oh, man. It's been a bit. A, a, a minute. Yeah. <laughs> a bit it's, minute. <laughs> it's, been, uh, it's been about two months. Two months. We've been super busy. Uh, just a little recap of kind of what we've been doing these past couple months. Pat, why don't you uh, kind so, of run yeah, them through? We, we went to Paris, and then we went to Amsterdam with Maple's mom and dad. That was a lot of fun. <laughs> Maple's mom and dad are a riot. <laughs> Good people. Um, and then we traveled to Switzerland, and, and then we hosted our family back to back. So uh, towards the end of August, my sister and mom flew into Paris and we met them there. Mm-hmm. And, and then they went um, from Paris to Switzerland and then from Switzerland to southern Germany and then sp- spent about a week uh, with us here in Dusseldorf, Germany. And then a week later, my about, parents yeah, came. two weeks later, yeah. Christina's parents came, the Lopez's came and they met us in Germany. And then we traveled down to Switzerland with, with them. them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so we've just been getting our guest room all situated because it was just a room, empty room. And so we had to make sure that was furnished, had a bed in there, got a wardrobe in there with a rug and uh, we finally got blinds installed, yeah. so there were so they having could no sleep shade in was <laughs> kind of a problem for a while. Yeah, just a little bit, but uh, yeah. So just getting all that situated, ready for our first guest, which was so awesome to finally get to share our new city of Dusseldorf with them and show them around. And yeah, we're so excited now that the COVID. Restrictions are starting to be lifted, especially with the vaccine rollout. People are now more comfortable about Mm -hmm. traveling. And honestly, uh, traveling is this is like a perfect time because not everyone's out. So um, our experiences in all those different cities in Paris, Switzerland, Amsterdam and everything, it was fairly you know, open and not, right. not very crowded. Right. Like you could imagine just like at the prime time of all those cities with like, complete all the tourism happening like yeah during the heyday i could only imagine what it was like because like streets were wide open like you you weren't running into people but like during the like heyday of traveling i could totally see all those streets being like just filled with people yeah so but it was great i mean it was so much fun to finally have family and friends come in and show them dusseldorf and share our apartment with them Mm -hmm. and you know, just having family in general around was, was just awesome. But then sharing our favorite restaurants with them yes. and going to Altstadt and yes. showing them the, the crazy places. and Yeah, introducing um, them to Ham Ham. Oh, yeah, Ham Ham. <laughs> and we got to go. We finally went up to the Rhine Tower. Uh, finally, after, gosh, nine months already, we finally made it up there. So it was really cool to city, uh, see the city uh, from that view. And then we also took them on a boat ride um, along the Rhine, and that was really cool, too. That was super cool. So, yeah, we kicked off the end of the summer with just hosting Mm -hmm. friends and family And being tourists of our own, too, finally, in the city. Like, just uh, taking them and seeing the sights. Yeah, and and 
so we got to go to Paris um, to, over and that was actually perfect timing because we spent our wedding anniversary in Paris. Yeah, so that's kind of what we want to talk about in this episode is mostly just that adventure on itself in uh, both Pat and I's first time in France um, and Paris, France at that. So we just want to kind of run through our, our itinerary of what we did um, and how and overall how we felt about uh, the the city of Paris. I loved it. <laughs> I it's my favorite place so far. I mean, Switzerland was amazing because yeah. of the views and obviously the Swiss Alps and everything like that. But I there I've been at, trying to like figure out how to explain this for this episode, and I just really can't explain it. It's just one of those cities you have to go to. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just the the people, the culture, the food, the the city itself is just yeah. it's so unique, and you have to see it for yourself to kind of understand what I mean. But I went into the went into Paris not fully understand. I mean, I watched all the Rick Steve videos and <laughs> you know YouTube videos yeah. and stuff like that, and I was prepared. But man, nothing compares to just actually seeing it in person it was it's a very very special place right and i always went into going into paris like that it was a dirty city that people were rude so i always kind of had that mindset of just whatever anyone's told me about paris like going into it so uh but come to find out it was actually a really clean city and the people were actually really nice and friendly and um, and I think, it, I think it had to do with COVID. I mean, it gave them to ta- the time to finally clean up things that maybe they've just been pushing off. Um, but the streets were well-maintained. Um, it was fairly clean. Uh, and everyone was just excited to finally see tourists again, just to finally get to enjoy their culture with other people. And that definitely came across in our experience. So uh, I loved it. I absolutely loved it. When we got, we spent four nights there, um, and we stayed about what fifteen minutes from the city center at the Hyatt, which was a really, really nice hotel because um, we have points there, and it was yeah fairly inexpensive for all four nights. I I thought yeah, uh, for and being we traveled by fl- we flew there. Yeah, we flew in there. Which was, honestly, I think we were gonna try taking the train from Dusseldorf next time. Next yeah. time, because I mean the plane ride itself was a little over an hour uh, from Dusseldorf, which was. Yeah, nothing. But the train ride, because um, I love taking the train. It's only a four-hour train ride, I think. Yeah, so. I think door-to-door it would be, yes, be the, the same, same amount of time. Flying. And train rides are you know, less chaotic mm-hmm. than dealing with the TSA at the right. airport and you know, trying to find your flight and all that stuff. Train right. rides are a little more relaxed. Yeah, but we kicked off the day. We got in on Friday, and that night we kicked off the night by doing a river cruise um, on the Sun River and seeing the city by river was really, really cool. Yeah, and it was a a river cruise with dinner. With dinner, yeah. It was like a three-course meal or Mm -hmm. four-course meal. It was just everything, you know, it was very authentic French cuisine, so everything was picked out for us. All the wines were paired perfectly with the food, and then, yeah, they had music going as like a soundtrack, so you're floating down the river looking at all the buildings and uh, the just scenery of, of Paris in general, and then pairing that with like really good French wine and yeah. cheese and it was really music. Cool it was, yeah. <laughs> it was like, it's, it was like, Oh my goodness. It felt like it was like an, a montage of a movie or something. Yeah, it was, I mean, and there was even a part in the, uh, towards the end where 
there's a statue of the Statue of Liberty, mm-hmm. um, not as big as what is in New York, but a, a replica of it. And they queued up some Frank Sinatra yeah. and you know swung the boat around, and it was like <laughs> it was yeah. so cool. I didn't even like I knew you know uh, I knew the French artist and f- France gifting the Statue of Liberty to America. But I didn't know that that was like an right. actual, they had a replica yeah, and it was, was really cool to see. facing New York. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, so it was really cool. It was a nice little surprise. Yeah. And we we did find a lot of uh, streets and areas named after American presidents. presidents. Yeah, yeah, big time. So, so it was kind of cool when we're on the metro. We're like looking at, we're like, oh, there's Roosevelt, Roosevelt. Street yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's Kennedy Street yeah. and stuff like that. So it was kind of... Like, it was very cool. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah, so that was Friday night. And then Saturday, we just walked around, saw all the big attractions, the Eiffel Tower. Uh, we walked along Champs uh, d'Elysees and saw all the, fat, like, high fashion uh, stores. And then we did a couple parks. We saw a couple parks. And I cannot tell you how beautiful the Eiffel Tower is. Like, literally, the most beautiful, I guess, mo- monument statue that I've seen. Um, and it's just it's so awesome because in every different area of the city, you just get a glimpse of it and it just looks different um, from that street versus seeing it from across the city. And it's just really, really cool. Really, really cool. Yeah, during our, our photo shoot with the photographer, he, oh. he knew like all of the... Um, the locations yeah. to take. So, yeah. uh, going back, so Pat and I actually celebrated our seventh year wedding anniversary in Paris, and uh, Pat ended up booking a uh, photographer an hour to take us around and do like a little uh, anniversary photo shoot, which was really, really special. Um, so, he actually, yeah, took us around to the little, uh, not so busy areas to just capture. Um, the tower behind us and it was really neat and that's where it, the beauty is yeah. like truly you know shown is, is through the alleyway around the corner yes. or on the uh, on, on a bridge on a bridge or yeah. something it was just like going around with him he knew like he's done that you know a thousand times i would imagine but it was pretty cool just mm-hmm. being able to explore paris and then you turn over your shoulder and you see the eiffel tower and hitting the light in a different way it was very beautiful yeah it was super super nice um yeah and actually the turnaround time time was really really quick we'll definitely uh drop his name in this episode uh anyone who's interested in booking a photo shoot the next time they're there they're there i would highly recommend it i think it's also a great way just to capture your time in a city um and to capture those special moments so i would definitely highly recommend uh, booking something like that on, on it wasn't trip. too expensive no. i think it was under 200 euro for a, a t- an hour a, an session hour and you photo got 50 shoot. photos um digital yeah digital mm-hmm. high-res photos that you can print out and then we did some extra photoshopping christina had a red umbrella and so it was a heart-shaped yeah, umbrella a, a heart-shaped one so we wanted to like you know have the red pop from a black and white yeah Thing. So we'll, we'll post a photo of it in, in our uh, description here. Yeah. 
Um, but what else did we do? We also went to, uh, so we always said, you know, go out of this main city. So we ended up going out, uh, taking a bus tour to uh, Palace of Versailles and Monet's Garden, which is in uh, Giverny, France, um, which was my favorite uh I remember in like art class and even my mom has a little Monet painting in our powder room bathroom back at home. And I just always loved looking at it, but finally putting that little picture frame to life and actually seeing Monet's like footbridge and the lily pads, it was just surreal. It was really surreal. And finally, like just seeing all that come to life and you really realize you realize where he got that inspiration from it was just absolutely amazing i mean what a gig he got paid to <laughs> just hang out at hang home. out in his garden that was also paid for him <laughs> and then they had people maintaining his gardens yeah. and like that's what he did is capture the light hitting mm-hmm. the pond and and the wind blowing his uh the the willow trees and yeah it was so cool um, but the, his house too was actually fairly big. I forgot how many children he had. I think six or seven. Yeah, yeah, he had a lot. Um, but the countryside alone was really cool to see. And then we had lunch at this old um, windmill um, restaurant, which was really cool. They set up a shop out, our tables outside and had a, a three course meal there as well, which is a lot of all the local French cuisine. That um, was the best chicken I've ever had in my life, by the way. <laughs> it was just pan-fried chicken. Yeah, it was really good. But done very, very well. And I think it was like, man, everything we're eating yeah. was so good. The only thing I felt that was really weird in all the cuisines we're eating, especially the the like the very like authentic French cuisines, is that you eat cheese after your main course and before dessert. Yeah, it's so, kind of like the version of, uh, what, cleaning your palate, I would think, And then think, you have right? some more, more wine, of <laughs> course, with your cheese. But I was like, that's a, like, that's a weird, I don't know. Yeah. I'm so used to, like, just, you know, main course dessert. Yeah. And then cheese, you know, before. I forget what other culture does that where they give you, like, just sorbet. I think, is it Italy? Or they give you sorbet in between to, like, clean your palate uh, for the next course, which is maybe that's what it's supposed to do. Uh, it threw me off we'd had it on the boat cruise and they're like here's some more cheese and i'm like oh and then um we also went to palace of versailles and (coughs) wow that palace is humongous um i it was huge like even just pulling up and you see these golden gates like in front of the leading up to it you're just blown away just by the sheer amount of money that's here like you can tell royalty live there and i just was always just imagining it you know all these little horse-drawn carriages leading up to the palace and just taking myself back to that time of what that would be like and it's just phenomenal and then even the gardens behind uh the palace are beautiful as well like you could just look for miles. It seemed like, and yeah. it was all their land. I'm like, it was oh my insane. Gosh. Like we, and we kind of ran out of time. Yeah. So we didn't get to explore the gardens too much, but I mean, you could literally spend just a, a, a day, whole day there in the yeah. gardens and walking around the outside grounds. Yeah. I mean, it was enormous. Insane. Um, but even, I mean, just the rooms too, like every room had like murals painted and you know, the, big beds and just 
yeah, it was just so cool. <laughs> what a life they yeah. lived. <laughs> the royalty life definitely had a lot. Oh, and the 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 famous room with all the mirrors uh, was, was really hall. cool. The hall of, mirrors. hall of mirrors. Yeah, that's where they had all their big uh, dinner parties and stuff, and just. Yeah, it just reminded me of something from I don't know I, Cinderella. Yeah, Cinderella. I think was a yeah. lot. It had mm-hmm. a lot of inspiration from that. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, yeah, and then we went to a couple museums. We did the Louvre, uh, which highly recommend. Again, you could spend all day there. Uh, I forgot how many days to if you saw every single painting in the Louvre would take you like I don't know three months to see everything or yeah. something. I think longer than that. Um, right when we got in, though, we're like, all right, where's the Mona Lisa? We got to find that yeah. and like, knock that Where off our she? list. <laughs> and that, the line, there was a huge line just to see the Mona Lisa. Yeah. But you can kind of, you, you know, you can see her on the glimpse. side. You don't have to, like, you know, be right in the middle. And because of COVID, they weren't allowing you to take off your mask. So um, we just went to the side and, and grabbed some shots there. But I mean, there's so many, I, I think, in my opinion, cool paintings outside of the Mona Lisa that are there. Um, a lot of other Da Vinci's um, paintings were in the hall right behind it. Mm-hmm. And it was just cool to see some of those paintings that I've only seen in art class, really. And I'm like, oh, wow, like it's in real life here. <laughs> it's, yeah, it's amazing the collection they have. And yeah. I mean, we went through the Egyptian mm-hmm. part as yeah, well really and, cool. and saw All the, artifacts the, there. the world, some of the world's oldest artifacts of you know statues and uh the collection they had there was just enormous yeah and we didn't we didn't even see it all i mean we ran out of time yeah the louvre is what three levels and three different wings um and yeah you could easily napoleon's apartment was there as well and now you know that that was luxury yeah holy shit like he had palm trees like in his house like just oh my god the dining setup and yeah just the velvet everywhere and just oh very very over the top and you know they take pride in in maintaining Mm -hmm. all that yeah even though i would say that's what i think all the all the the power grabbing that was going on in france that's what made them so, you know, unique in in the sense of that that all that was established by a monarchy and mm-hmm. yeah, and it definitely there's there's great stories of the town people having enough and getting fed up. So do do a little history reading about the French Revolution and how that all began because yeah. it's definitely. Uh, a fa- really fascinating story. Yeah, I would like to learn more too. Just really open up my my old textbooks again and reading uh, that history. But it's yeah, you could tell a lot a lot of history still lives in those streets, and it, it's pretty cool to just be a part of that. Um, what was and, the other museum we went to? Uh, we saw the uh, the Dorsey Museum, which was the former train station, the old train station in France. And they turned that into a museum with different sculptures from, I think, the 15th and 16th century. Um, and that was really cool, too. That was one of those things where you you walk in, like, a small little entrance, and then it, it opens yeah. up. And it, because it used to be a, you know, train a train station, yeah. it's just enormous. Mm-hmm. So you walk in, and it's just 
filled of these giant marble statues from the roman times and all other old Mm -hmm. artifacts and you're just and you're walking around just like wow this is amazing (laughs) wow and of course we went to this uh old cathedral that was had i think the world's biggest stained glass windows oh yeah um i forget the name of that that was really cool too but Um, that was it was so funny so i was in front of my mom and another couple was behind us and the couple behind us were just chatting up you know they're i think they're speaking spanish but they were just very loud and talking and my mom was talking complaining about walking up more stairs and stuff like that and then as soon as we entered in that room with all the stained glass everyone shut up like (laughs) instantly all you heard is wow this is amazing oh my goodness so it was like, and I have that captured on my GoPro. It's, yeah, that was yeah, that was really cool. It was really funny. It's like everyone's talking, and then you know, I think it was the Saint, is, Saint Michael's. I can't find it. Oh, um, okay, but it was really cool. We couldn't see Notre Dame. Yeah, it was still under construction. I mean, they um, had like I think it blocked off for yeah, like a good radius. A, like a yeah, you couldn't even get close around. to it. Yeah. But you could still kind of step back and take a look at it, but it had all the scaffolding on it, so you weren't able to to yeah. see too much. But two, two parks I would imagine that, that's a beautiful place in the inside. Yeah, I could. I would love to if once it's open to do like you know a mass there. That would be really cool. Um, and we did do. We saw two main gardens. My favorite garden was the Luxembourg Garden, um, and it was huge. It was so well maintained. This big beautiful little um what'd you say fountain uh that was in the middle of it and my favorite was seeing all the little kids play with those boats that i've only seen in movies with their little sticks and they're chasing the boat around the little fountain and they're trying to get it and it was really cool to see i'm like oh my god i feel like i'm in a movie watching these little kids play and with their little french accents it was just oh I could sit in that park all day and just watch them play. And they even had uh, little pony rides that you can actually walk around the whole park, not just in a circle that we're used to back at home, but that you can actually take them on a guided walk throughout the park. And yeah, that was really neat. <laughs> and of course, we had to do the love lock. Yeah, we didn't go. We didn't put it on the traditional bridge because they uh, actually removed recently removed a lot of them because it was weighing down the bridge yeah Um, but there's definitely different locations to put it we went to the basilica basilica which had Mm -hmm. had um a really good lookout of of all paris but you have to it's a very touristy spot so you have to be careful with all the people begging for money yeah, and then they're trying that, to put this stupid string on your wrist it's like they, and, then they, the, yeah. and as soon as they get it, the string on the wrist they'll ask for money and it's like what am i doing with this string like get out of here so yeah uh, the, but the, it was the sacred heart basilica we, we went to and that was really cool that was beautiful and yeah. there was um a cute little frenchman playing his accordion and it was like something literally out of a movie i felt like he was playing this cute little french song on his accordion and we were putting our love lock there and this beautiful basilica behind us i'm like wow like is this for real is this real life right now <laughs> i know it was a that was, that was a great day we started it off with a oh, big croissant a big just, you know <laughs> hopping into a cafe yeah and I, I got 
I just wanted some eggs and bacon, and they gave me like a gigantic plate full of fried eggs and, <laughs> and bacon and a stack of bacon. And then, oh, okay, we'll have a, a croissant. And the croissant was like as big as my head. Yeah, we had so, two of them. <laughs> two, two of those. And yeah. you know, you're drinking your uh, espressos or cappuccinos, mm-hmm. or you can get some French press. Yeah, and honestly, yeah, that was such that was such a cool day. And but getting around the city, honestly, France has their um, transportation down ten out of ten. Yeah, really that... well organized, so easy to follow, color coded numbers. Um, everywhere big signs of where you're at and it was really really uh well maintained and the people were very the the metro the yeah the metro and the people in the metro are very friendly too Mm -hmm. there was a moment where christina's card wasn't working and this lady swiped her card for christina so she can get in and it was like you know the the people in general there were just super friendly friendly. very very chilled Mm -hmm. it was it was funny talking to some of the people, because uh, they recognized uh, us being American, and so they spark up conversations, yeah, and we explain yeah. that we're living in Germany, and they just kind of like have this face like, oh, sorry, how's that going for you? <laughs> <laughs> we're like, it's okay. It's good. <laughs> a lot of paperwork. Yeah. They're like, yeah. Lots of, lots of rules. They're like, come to France instead. <laughs> they were like, yeah, you like it better in France. I'm like, yeah, I probably would. I'm like, I just love the city much better. It's so I'm beautiful. just happy to be here in <laughs> yeah, general. Exactly. So I'm like, I'll, I'll take what I can get. <laughs> Whoever wants us. <laughs> but I mean, the fact that it's so close, we for sure are going to be going back to Paris. I would like to see Paris um, in all four seasons. So maybe doing a little winter trip and then a trip in the spring uh, would be cool too. But yeah, something we could just go hop over, take the train for a weekend, come back. And it's just yeah, so cool it's something that the opportunity like we have we to take have. advantage of that yeah. place Yeah, and the and how close of a proximity we are to it now. Yeah. It's something I'm like, we, we have to do a few more trips. So if anyone has any questions of our experience in, in France, just let us know, hit us up. We'll be happy to give you guys some, some more tips and tricks and, um, but definitely highly recommend visiting it. It's definitely a place to see. Um, and yeah, we're looking forward to going back. So yeah, we have a few more episodes lined up. We're we're going to be back on a regular schedule here. So mm-hmm. apologize for the two month break. It was hard <laughs> for us to juggle all the traveling and then trying to figure out how to squeeze in a, a recording yeah. of a podcast. Yeah. But now we have all this material to talk about. Exactly. So we're going to be releasing easy. some more episodes uh, very shortly. Yeah, so that wraps up this week's episode of The Real Life of Expats. My name is Christina with my husband, Pat. And until next time, cheers. Au revoir.